Hi, and welcome to My First Fantasy. I'm your host for today, Burtz. Hit us up on Twitter at MyFirstFantasy1 if you need to get in contact with us. Just me flying solo by myself today. Um, had a pretty busy weekend up in Perth for basketball stuff, and Josh is on his way to Australia for a holiday. So we couldn't get together and couldn't find a time at work, so you're stuck with me by myself today. I'll try and get through it and make it as painless as possible, but um, we'll see how we go. Uh, firstly, I um, wanted to have a look at a couple of injuries. Uh, starting off in Anaheim with Adam Henrique. Uh, has, is on IR with a lower body injury. Be out for at least a couple of weeks. Um, still no movement on Jacob Trickeran with his trades. Um, he's, they're still holding him off the ice. Um, st- still no movement there, but expect to see him move to a different team. Um, Buffalo, Alex Tuck is out with a lower body injury. He's expected to be out for at least a couple of weeks. Uh, moving down to Chicago, Patrick Kane is also being held off at the moment due to trade rumours. He's pretty heavily linked to both Carolina and the New York Rangers at the moment, so watch this space. I can't ex- how one's expected to get done before the the trade deadline as well. Um, Colorado, we got Cal McCarr out with a concussion. He's day-to-day. Um, keep an eye on Gabriel Landeskog, though. He is nearing a return and expected to be back maybe around mid-March. So just watch this space. Um, there are a heap of players out for Columbus. The only one that really hurt me was a streamer from Adam Bovis. Lower body injury. Seems to just be day-to-day. The rest of them are all pretty... Oh, Jacob Voracek there as well with a concussion. So, moving on there. Edmonton, Van der Kane is out with an upper body injury. In, injury. Uh, just day-to-day, though. Um, Florida. Um, Alexander Barkov out with a hand injury. Expected back next... or well, he's day-to-day. Sam Bennett with a lower body injury also day-to-day. Spencer Knight is out for personal reasons. He'll be out for a bit of time, so that one hurts them a little bit with the backup goalie out until... It was out until April by the looks of it, so... Um, Minnesota, this is another one a bit me. Jonas Brodine, he's actually found a little bit of form lately too. He's on IR. Uh, Moving down to... New Jersey, Mackenzie Blackwood, he's out on, he's also on IR. Uh, New York Islanders, Matt Barzol is out with a lower body injury. Not expected to be back until next week. New York Rangers. Now, I've got this game on at the moment, and this is just as it happens, because the Rangers are playing against the Kings, and Mika Zabinijad's just taken a puck to the ankle. He had to be helped off the ice. So we'll need to keep an eye on that one because he's been pretty important for them. So moving on to Philly, and we've got um, Travis Konechny, upper body 
he's on IR. James Van Riemsdyk, undisclosed injury. He's day-to-day. Sean Conturio, uh, with a back injury, IR. Um, sorry, and I missed Ottawa, who's got Josh Norris out with a shoulder injury. It seems to be his season over. That one's been... He's been out for a little while already. Um, San Jose, Timo Meyer, upper body injury, day-to-day. Also... In Seattle, we got Andre Burakowski out lower body. He's on IR. Eunice Donskoy out with a concussion. Looks like he's going to be out for the rest of the season. Toronto with Matt Murray with an ankle injury. He's also on IR. Uh, Vancouver, uh, Luke Shen, not injury related. Uh, he seems to be day-to-day at the moment. Oliver Ekman Larson, ankle injury. Uh, will be out for the week. Vegas. Nothing to report there. Logan Thompson still out um, on IR. Uh, Washington seems like Ovi's back. So that's good for them. Anthony Mantha is out though. He is on IR. John Carlson's another one to watch. Um, he's started skating again. Um, so keep an eye on him. He's expected to be back by the end of March. That's the plan. But don't be surprised also if they hold him out for the rest of the season since that team's not really doing much. Um, Winnipeg. Um, looking at Nino Niederreiter. Not injury related. He's out at the moment. And Cole Perfetti, upper body injury, looks like he's out for the rest of the season. So smash through them pretty quickly. Let's get on to the off nights. This week, there is four off nights. So we're looking at Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Um, I'm going to try and target the teams that have heavy off nights. Four or more games with probably three off nights. So... If we're looking at teams that have four or more games here, we're going to go Arizona have four games, three off nights. Um, Chicago, four games, one off night. Uh, Colorado, four games, three off nights. Dallas, four games, two off nights. Detroit, five games this week with two off nights. Edmonton, four games with three off nights. Um, Montreal, four games, two off nights. Um, worth special mention here with um, New Jersey, have three games and they're all off nights. Um, down to Ottawa, four games, one off night. Uh, Seattle, four games, two off nights. Tampa Bay, four games, one off night. Uh, Vegas have got the pick of the bunch this week. They've got four games with four off, which are all on off nights. So, they're definitely one worth looking at this week. Um, starting off on oh, Anaheim at the top here, three games with three all-off nights as well. I'm going to focus solely on the games teams with four games with three off nights, and we'll also have a look at the t- um, Detroit who have five games this week. So starting off with, we are going to head my. Bear with me, I'm a little bit unorganized. Um, we're going to head to Arizona first up. 
with their four games and one off night. So just going to the 14 days, last 14 days. Um, straight off the bat, first person I'm looking for here, 34% owned, is Nick Schmaltz. Uh, he is line one, power play one. Um, he is streaky, as we've mentioned in the past, but in his last five games, he scored three goals and he's had 10 shots couple of blocks and a hit um, looks like he's got a power play point as well so he's your first point of call he's, he's out there like I said 34% owned um, Lawson Krauss is another one to look at uh, he is only 17% owned two goals a couple of pims power play point game winning goal 13 shots in his last five games 18 hits and six blocks, so that's good for those peripherals. He's got left wing, right wing eligibility, so worth a look. Um, Clayton Keller's a just go check as well. He's 78% owned. Um, three goals, four assists, uh, four pims, two power play points, 12 shots on goals, uh, one hit, and three blocks. And that's in the last five games. But like I said, he's just he's a just go check at 78% owned. Um, can't really recommend too many others out of this team. They're not really getting it done. They haven't been for a while, so I think we're going to move on straight away. We're going to head to Colorado. Uh, Colorado are an interesting one with the injuries we mentioned earlier to Carl McCarr, which has mixed up their D-lines a little bit. Um, they're all pretty heavily owned. For me, the first one I'm going to check is Bowen Byram. Um, I picked him up myself. Um, he's moved up to D2 power play one. Um, thanks to the injury to Makar. Uh, he's got three goals, three assists in the last six games. He's got a few pims. He's got seven pims there. Two power play points. One game winning goal. 11 shots on goal, which is just under two shots a game, which is good for a defenseman. He's hitting and he's blocking. He's had 11 hits and 11 blocks. So he's just under two blocks a game, just under two hits a game, which is also good for your Cats leagues. Um, the other one I want to go and look at is one we've mentioned is almost a favourite of the, of this podcast is JT Confer. Um, worth a look here as well. He His time's gone up a fair bit. I'm not sure the line isn't... It isn't my thing isn't telling me what line he's on, so I'll go and check here. So he's on line two, and he is on power play one at the moment. So definitely worth a look at 34% owned. Two goals, six assists, 13 pims, which is a little bit ridiculous. Um, one power play point, 14 shots on goal, uh, taking a shit ton of face-offs. And four hits, ten blocks. So definitely go and check him out. Um, the other one is who's benefited a little bit here from the injury to Cal McCart is Samuel Gerard. Um, he has moved up onto power play one. No, he hasn't. They've changed it. Byron Byram's gone up onto power play one now. So Samuel Gerard has slipped into that second power play spot. Um, 
He's also, let me just check daily face off. Power play one pairing with Devontae's. So he's going to get a shit ton of ice time. He is currently had five assists, no goals. Um, a power play point. It's not really shooting the puck a hell of a lot. He's only shot it eight times. Plenty of blocks, so 12 blocks, nine hits. So 30% owned, definitely worth a look. Um, there's some pretty good options for you there. I think just about all of those ones I just mentioned with Demon, so definitely worth a look as we go to Detroit. Detroit are a little bit of an interesting one. I tried to pick up a few of their players this week, and they did fuck all but give me penalty minutes. Um... Dylan Larkin, just go check, 80% owned. Um, he had a shit ton of PIMS this week, which kind of bit me in the ass. Uh, 15 PIMS, but he did score four goals, got five assists. Um, shooting the puck a lot, 21 shots in the last seven games. Um, like I said, he said just go check at 86%. Um, Robbie Fabry is going okay at the moment. 14% owned. Let me just check where they, he is. With his power play position. So Robbie Fabry is sitting on the third line. And he does not have any power play. Oh yep, power play one, my bad. So definitely worth picking him up. As I said, three goals, five assists, a couple of pims. Uh, five power play points, which is huge. Um, he's only shot the puck six times for three goals. That's pretty impressive. Um... Nine hits and four blocks, so worth a bit of a look. I did have a bit of a stream with Tyler Bertuzzi this week. Um, didn't really pay off for me. Um, he, the one goal, five assists, but with Tyler Bertuzzi, normally becomes a lot of pims, 12 pims, so, which isn't good in our league. Uh, two power play points, eight, 18 shots, um, six hits, five blocks, so... If PIMs aren't a problem in your league, maybe really worth having a look at, but it is in ours, so not great. Um, so they're probably the two that I'm looking at from that team. As we head off to Edmonton, as we've spoken about Edmonton in the past, their players are pretty well owned at the moment, and they're very fluid with how that with their. Uh, right wing position or which wherever side they decide to play dry sidle um, but it's always worth a look to seeing what they have there because the whoever's on that right wing position with McDavid and dry sidle they often uh, cash in on some points so it is worth a look when I can find what I'm looking for here there it is so at the moment looks like They've split up Drysdale and McDavid again. Um, so we've got Kayla Miyamamoto and R&H on the top line with Connor McDavid. Then we go to line two. We've got Leon Drysdale with Klim Koston and Zach Hyman. Um, but on the power play, which is the one we all really want to see, is Zach Hyman, R&H, Leon Drysdale, Connor McDavid, and Tyson Barry. So. Obviously, you're not going to get McDavid a dry sidle. Barry's a just-go-check at 78%. 
Um, Aaron H, not going to get him, 93% owned. Darnell Nurse, 91% owned. Zach Hyman, 94% owned. Um, we scroll down here to Kalami Yamamoto. I find it really hard to recommend him, even with his good deployment at the moment. He's had a really shit year. Um, he's... Ice time's gone up to around 16 minutes, and even though he's playing with McDavid, he's only got one goal, so it's up to you if you want to take that punt and give him a go, but personally, that's a no from me. Um, um, the one I'd probably look, he's been injured at the moment, so it may be a little bit difficult for me to find him. So he's just coming back. Um, Klim Koston, he... He has been getting it done a little bit. Like I said, he has been injured, so maybe worth a roll of the dice if you need a stream out of Edmonton. He is playing alongside Drysdale and Hyman, which have which those two have both been getting it done. So maybe worth the risk. That'll probably be my recommendation from there. I'm going to move on from the Oilers. As we, I forgot to mention too, the New York Islanders only played two games this week. So after loading up on them last week, get rid of their players this week. Um, where are we heading to next? We are heading to Vegas. This is where we're going to finish up. So Vegas have been in absolute scintillating form this year after their garbage season last year um, so we're heading there what's the ownership like there for me as per usual as I always say um, Braden McNabb he's the, the big bang daddy in that team 19 blocks 22 hits so if you need those peripherals he's your first stop um might end up heading there myself, I think. Um, so we head to... Obviously not going to get Theodore or Jack Eichel. Or Petrangelo. Jonathan Marchessault a just go check on 73% owned. Um, it's owned in our league. But... Outside of that, Ivan Barbashev might be worth a little bit of a look. Let's have a look at his deployment. He, isn't, he looks like he's a bit of a scratching at the moment. Or did I say he was injured? No. Healthy scratching. He's not listed on any of these lines here. So it's a bit of a watch this space. So, keep an eye on that one. Yeah, no, can't can't find him on any of those lines. Seems like he's a healthy scratching. So, um, interesting. All right. Um, yeah. So it's pretty hard to to recommend anyone else outside of those guys, as their deployment's pretty handy. So. Um, 90, 90, like I said, pretty highly owned. 95% Petrangelo, Yarkle, 96. Theodore, 90. They're the guys that are really getting it done in this side. Um, 
if you're really, really desperate, maybe look at a Riley Smith, um, left wing, right wing, wing eligible. Uh, he is on power play one and sitting on line two with William Carlson. So worth a look. Uh, he's had five assists. He's shooting the park a fair bit. Uh, 15 shots in his last six games. Getting a few hits. Eight hits, three blocks. So that would probably be McNabb and Riley Smith would be the ones I'd suggest to go and have a look for if you can, if they're available. Um, pretty difficult for me to recommend anyone else at the moment because anyone else who's doing anything is owned. As the Kings score a goal. Yes, sir. Nice uh, slap shot in the top corner from uh, Matt Roy. Sorry, I got the game on in the background, but scores 3-2. Come on, Kings. All right, so we're going to quickly roll through these back-to-backs now. Um, so we're going to look at the Monday, Tuesday back-to-backs. First up, Boston have got Edmonton and Calgary. Um yeah, Boston are always worth taking the risk on. I don't know if I'd do it against Edmonton, but definitely worth having a look at the Calgary game. Chicago have got Anaheim and Arizona. Oh, I don't know if I really trust the uh, Chicago goalies enough, even though those teams are both garbage. But if you're really desperate to get a start, maybe have a look at that one. It might be worth having a go at. Uh, Detroit have Ottawa in a back-to-back. Uh, yeah, you can get um, Huso for a start there. It might be worth a look. Um, Ottawa, don't know if I really trust their goalies against Detroit, though, so I'm probably not going to go there. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, back-to-backs, we're going to go... We've got Arizona playing Chicago and Dallas. Maybe have a look at the Chicago game for that one if you need a start. Then as we slide down the list... That's it. Just the one for that day. We're going to go Wednesday, Thursday. We've got Dallas with Arizona and Chicago. If whatever goalie plays on whatever day, they definitely have a look at that. So that's a good one there. Um, the Rangers have Philly and Ottawa. I'd be targeting the Philly start there, I think, with Halak. Probably worth taking a risk on either one of them, whichever one Halak gets. Toronto, I've got Edmonton and Calgary. No, I don't really trust the Toronto goalies enough for that one. As we go Thursday, Friday, uh, Montreal, I've got LA and Anaheim. Definitely not streaming a Montreal goalkeeper. Um, Seattle have Detroit and Columbus. I would have a look at the Columbus game there. Uh, then we go Friday, Saturday, as we start to get roll into the weekend, when we start getting a little bit more desperate to get our goalie starts in. We're looking at Columbus with Seattle and Ottawa. Probably not going there. Edmonton have got Winnipeg in a back-to-back. Probably not interested in that one. And then we got Winnipeg with Edmonton the other way. Definitely not going there. 
Alright, so the last, the weekend, back-to-back, Saturday, Sunday. Um, Colorado have Dallas and Seattle. If Francois is playing, I might have a look at that one. He's still injured at the moment, so... Um, Detroit have the Islanders and they have Philly. I'd definitely have a look at either one of those. Um, Tampa have Buffalo and Carolina. Um, yep, we'll have a look at the Buffalo game there. And that's pretty much it with those back-to-backs. So there's a few options there. There's not a hell of a lot of back-to-backs this week, but there's enough there to keep you busy. Um, so yeah, um, that's pretty much it. That's all I've got for this week. Um, like I said at the start of the show, um, hit us up on Twitter at my first fantasy one, just for if you have any questions, you want to have a chat. Um, like say we, we're saying people's names wrong or anything like that. We don't mind being corrected. So reach out, happy to answer any of your questions, even bring them up on the pod if we think they're going to be relevant and stuff like that. So other than that, um, thanks for listening and let's ask this puck for another week. See you later.